As hilarious as that music may sound, it is not how I want to kick off my podcast. Welcome to the Michael Aldred Comedy Podcast. It's going to be so much fun where he makes humor of himself and the many things in New York City. Oh, and by the way, this is not the voice of Bruno. Guys. <laughs> Sorry. That's a great way to start the episode. Um, I'm not even sick. I, that, that is the first time I've coughed today. So, um, weird, how, uh, weird how that happens. Huh? So, today is going to be unique, a unique episode. So, I'm going to warn everybody right now, if you care about Star Wars at all, and you haven't seen the movie yet, turn this off and listen to it after you've seen it. Unless you just don't care, right? If you don't care about Star Wars and you don't mind spoilers, then go ahead and listen for your own entertainment. You might still get something out of this, even though you have no idea what's going on in the movie, um, or have no interest, but maybe you just like hearing my voice and the way I talk, and if that's the case, I love you, and I appreciate that, and um, it's, that's pretty darn cool. That's a, that's a great compliment to me, if, uh, if that's how you feel, and uh, I reflect that love right back at you. You know. Anyway, though, I did see Star Wars last night, Friday night. Thursday night was opening, opening night. I wasn't able to get a ticket. I waited too long to try to find the opportunity to uh, uh, get a ticket for it. Uh, nevertheless, though, I did see it Friday night, and saw it here in New York uh, at the AMC Theater up by Times Square. I can say I had a great time. You know, it was it was a lot of fun. You know. It's always fun going to opening night or just going to a, a big movie when it's first in the office and the seats are filled and everybody's excited. You know, there's just kind of like that, the electric feeling in the air and the holidays. You know, it's, it's like performing for a live audience, except I'm not performing. I'm just getting to sit back and enjoy. Um, when I make that comparison, what I mean is when I'm performing for a, a, like a large audience, um, you know, that came to see comedy that night and they're excited it's it's like that type of feel where you know people people are there because they want to be there you know they want to be entertained i'm not trying to be cocky and say that when i perform it's like opening night of star wars so let's let's make sure that we um don't get that confused um i'm not limiting myself to anything but that's not the parallel i'm drawing okay thanks appreciate it appreciate that if you're trying to tell me i'm a cocky jerk um I just uh, I just put the ball back in your court. All right. Anyway, uh, I did like I did like the movie, and I was pleasantly surprised. If you listened to my last podcast episode, which was recorded just a couple days ago, maybe I should have recorded it a while before instead of last minute before the movie premiere. But you know what? F it. Nevertheless, I was actually very pleasantly surprised with how close some of my predictions actually rang true. So I'll start by, well, you know what? I don't know if I want to get to the best stuff first. Let's just, let's talk about a couple things. Well, I'm going to talk about one of my favorite parts in the movie and it's something that none of you probably caught. It's just, it's personal for me is early in the movie when uh, Princess Leia got upset with Poe, AKA Oscar Isaac, 
uh, you know, he's like, see, you, uh, you glad you, tr-. I forget the exact words, but somehow he was talking to her and he's like, you trusted me. And she's like, no, I trusted the droid. Um, for those of you that don't know, my nickname has always been the droid way, the droid. Like, Hey, what's up? Have you, did you hear the droid scored a couple touchdowns this last weekend? <laughs> um, no, I, um, that was my nickname way before Verizon came out with a stupid droid name and watered down the authenticity of my nickname. Um, they spell it different than I do, which is nice. I spell it with a Y rather than an I, but nevertheless, um, I loved when Prin- Princess Leia said the droid. It gave me a boner, right? Um, and I'm so happy that she was in... Um, they were able to film the entire movie with her, which was awesome. I, I didn't know how much filming they had been able to complete with her in the story before um, episode eight's completion. Uh, I didn't think she'd be able to be in, in much of it at all because she had passed away. God bless her soul. Um, she did awesome. I'm so happy that we all got to see her... Um, so much of her in episode eight it was it was really amazing um and she played such a a, a crucial role um so that was awesome and you know obviously her her bloodline you know her, her brother luke skywalker it was very special to to see them reconnect after so much time uh i will say that geez luke it took you long enough you know what i mean what the what the heaven is your deal bro you're out here in your in Luke Skywalker's haven over on Skellig Michael for decades, just letting everybody else do the fighting for you. Quit giving up, you fucking pussy. I'm just kidding. I uh, I'm being a little bit harsh on him, but don't don't give up, Luke. You know it's like when I made that prediction that it was gonna take a while for him to come around on the island when Ray went to see him. I was absolutely right, but geez, like he. It definitely took him long enough. It definitely took him long enough. I liked being able to see him reconnect with Yoda. That was awesome. Um, and, you know, I, I thought it, it's kind of cool to... It's awesome to be able to use the same characters, you know, as as they did several years ago, you know, with Luke and Leia, um, Yoda, obviously, whatever kind of animated... I don't know if it's CGI or whatever they use these days, but either way, Yoda looked good, and Yoda made me horny, as he always does. I wonder if Yoda masturbates. You know what I mean? I wonder if Yoda... I I wonder if he's ever had any kind of sexual activity in his life. Is there other... Are there female species of Yoda's... Is he the? Is he an anomaly? Is he the only creature? I feel like Yoda is not just his name, but it's the type of character he is. It's also his species, which he's the only one of. Just hey, there's Yoda, and he's also a Yoda, the one and only Yoda. Um, so if that's the case, he he probably is asexual, and if he's asexual, then he probably doesn't masturbate um, because. Masturbation comes from the desire to procreate subconsciously. Um, all right. So, um, it's good to start off the episode with a little bit of Yoda masturbation. Uh, anyway, um, 
Oscar Isaac, that was fun, right? I, I enjoyed um, I enjoyed Oscar Isaac. You know, he's a badass. I loved I loved the movie opening up with him just boss statusing. Um, what is it? The, he is part of the resistance, and and they and he basically faced down that entire fleet by himself and BB-8, the little badass that BB-8 is, and that's where I came into him talking to Leia after they had completed and did some badass shit. Um, you know, that's where he, she was like, I trusted the droid, I didn't trust you. Because he's trigger happy, right? He's a, he's a young buck and he's willing to you know, gamble, go big or go home, which, you know, he did some real badass shit. That opening fight scene, um, wow. That's raw. It got me excited. I didn't. I was about to kind of like rough up some of the people around me in my seats, not in a confrontational manner, but I got excited. You know, it's like when you're playing football and you want to like hit your your boys on the shoulder pads and be like, "Yeah, you know, <laughs> look at that, bro. You know, that's right." But I couldn't really. Uh, I had to. I had to stifle myself, which was unfortunate. You know, I did sit next to some nice people, two couples on each side. I was by myself. Isn't that cool when you go to the movies by yourself? Um, but there was a couple to my right and a couple to my left, and I felt like I was kind of like interacting with them here and there, but I didn't want to overdo it. You know what I mean? Because you don't want to like interact to the point where people are annoyed. You gotta, and they're not gonna tell you usually because people are, are polite and nice in general. So you gotta interact just enough to where you're not annoying, but it's like adding value and, and making the thing funner. It's kind of like uh, doing a podcast, you know, because you guys aren't there to tell me to stop talking about a certain subject. I just, I got to do it by my internal gauge. I got to sense it, you know, and that sense is part of the force that binds us because it's part of all of us. <laughs> I got to use the force to know when to stop talking about a subject. And with that said, I'm going to move on to the next subject. Um, let's give it up for that MILF. That Oscar Isaac was starting to develop a little bit of sexual tension with, huh? I don't know if she's a MILF, cougar, gilf, what she is, but I sense some sexual tension between them. And I have a feeling that, you know, she did pass away, unfortunately. Her character did in the movie, so no intercourse was able to transpire. But I know that if she stuck around, there would be a little bit of... Um, the act of procreation would transpire. Would they use condoms? That's... For, that's only only they would know, right? Only God knows, actually, because they never even had the chance to do it. So, uh, so that's my dissection of the. I'm talking about the girl with the pink hair, pinkish purple hair, uh, the one that really just wanted to take off Oscar Isaac's pants and uh, go to town on him. The one that refrained from those urges to protect the empire. Um, you know, and you got to respect that. She put her she put her work first, as did Poe, and uh, that's what made it that's what made it a lot of fun. Um, that tension, right? So let's go. Let's talk about. Let's talk a little bit about. Um, they had some different animals in this one. You know, how about those uh, creatures? I think one of my favorite parts of the movie was a part that didn't get a laugh in the theaters, but I I was the only one laughing, and it's when. They were on Skellig Michael, if you didn't listen to the last, epi last episode of mine. It's where uh, Luke... Skellig Michael is the island that Luke has basically gone to to die and live out the rest of his days because he's given up on the force, he's stopped tapping into it, and he just wants to remain net neutral, right? 
it's too much for him. He's seen too many terrible things. You know, it was I think he said something like the Siths and all the dark side of, has r- risen out of because of the Jedi's, you know, formation. So he he doesn't want the Jedi to continue on. He doesn't want the the dark side to continue on. He just wants net neutrality, right? Just a soft freaking putz is what he's become. Um, no, I, I love him. He did a great job, both as an actor and his um, his character was fun. He came back around and really uh, dazzled us all with a little uh, with that little um, ghosting the, the ghosting technique. That's the only that's the only type of ghosting that I like. And I don't know if it's called ghosting. Whatever he did at the end when he was battling Kylo Ren um, as a you know as a, as a hologram essentially and and duped Kylo. Kylo's rage got the best of him, you know, when he was firing nonstop um, lasers at Luke and using up all his ammunition and just wasting time. Great job, Kylo. Way to have uh, control of your of your rage, you freaking putz. Anyway, though, uh, we're on Skellig Michael. Funniest part of the movie to me was when Luke went up to that creature. I don't know what type of creature it was, but it was down by the rocks, and he just started milking the creature. And putting it into a little jar and, and then just drank it and went about his day. No, no explanation. There was no... I think it was designed to be funny. I think it was supposed to be random and ridiculous. And I don't think that the crowd caught it. But I'd, if I could, like, sample the other, like, thousands of movie theaters over the weekend to see if that part got laughs, I, I imagine it did whenever he drank the milk from the nipple of that uh, sexless creature. No, I wasn't sexless. Sexless. If it if it makes milk, it must reproduce. So um, I'd like to get my hands on some of that milk, and the the nipple of that creature. I think that'd be fun. Um, I wonder if Luke ever plays with the the nipple of that creature just to to do some sort of like thank you in return. Like, what does Luke do for that creature? Does he just take its milk and go about its day? That's kind of like selfish. You know what I mean? If it were me, I would tickle the nipple of that creature. To show my appreciation, and it's not for my own sexual gratis- gratification. I'm not into. I, I don't even think bestiality is the right word for that. Um, I'm not into any type of sex sexual gratification <laughs> from anything other than humans and specifically women. Um, but I would do it in return. When you're doing something unselfish, if you're doing an unselfish sexual act, regardless of what it is. Then, then what is that classified as? What is it classified if I tickled the nipple of that creature as a thank you? Alright, I'm going to use the force and move on from the subject. Um, those little owl things were really cute. And those, how about those fish that were walking around in like, like female nurse outfits or like nun outfits? Did you see that? I, what the heaven were those things? <laughs> That was pretty funny. Um, it was random. Um, the little owl things were really cute. You know, when Chewie is uh, chewing on his chicken there, and the little uh, the little owl creature wanted some wanted some of the chicken or whatever type of meat it was that Chewie had been cooking. Um, that was really cute. Chewie, give him a freaking piece of chicken, you selfish asshole. What's Chewie's deal? I mean, come on, man. That's like a step away from being on the dark side, you freaking jerk. No, he's... I think Chewie... I think Chewie was getting ready to give him a piece of chicken. I don't know. You know? I don't know, but you know what? I don't appreciate the selfishness, is what I'm trying to say, Chewie. 
Give give that little creature a piece of chicken. All right. Um, I thought I've said a little bit about this, but I thought BBA. I can't say enough about how much I love that thing and RTD too. Those guys were awesome. BB-8 is a pimp in that movie. Like all the stuff he did when he showed up, like riding that that imperial like apparatus and and was like shooting down the people uh, on the dark on the dark force. I should say on the dark team. What do they call it? The can't even think of it off the top of my head. Uh, First Order, yeah. Um, so yeah, when, when he did that, and he, he's just—he's all over the place, man. He's creative. He's a warrior. I love him. I love the droid. Um, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how about Finn? Right, Finn and uh, his new kind of squeeze, or at least the girl who loves him. I thought that was really sweet. Uh, that was really cute when she um, saved Finn. Good job. You know what I mean? Like, I, I I hope Finn still gets credit, though, for being willing to become the martyr at the end of episode eight. Like, I hope he still gets credit. I hope that people don't forget that he was like a he had he had made the decision to die for the cause, and I think that that. The fact that he wasn't able to follow through was out of his control. Um, so I think Finn should get a great amount of recognition for that. He essentially he became a martyr and is lucky enough to be able to live and enjoy it. <laughs> because at the end of the day, the end result is the same. Um, you know, the resistance got away, and that's exactly what he 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 was going to die to save them, and. Though that didn't happen, the end result of his intention was the same, which is that they all were able to get away just in a different and unexpected way. So that girl who saved him, that was very nice. And I liked her line, you know, when she said, don't don't die fighting what you hate, die saving what you love. Um, I will be honest, I also got a boner when I heard that, and I was very aroused. Um, but I think, uh, yeah, yeah, it was it was cool. You know, I think that that was pretty cool. Um, so, you, you know, that changes my prediction a little bit. I thought that uh, Ray and Finn would uh, end up together, but I have a feeling that this, that that girl that saved Finn is going to end up with him. Um, I think that he's going to have to kind of give up because of this little romance, as I foreshadowed, uh, has been developing between Ray and Kylo. And uh, it was it was heartwarming. I, I started crying when they touched pinkies, guys. <laughs> um, you know, I will say that it was kind of interesting how they intertwined their lives with the whole being able to talk to each other and see each other. Uh, apparently, you know, by Snoke's doing... By the way, fuck Snoke. You know what I mean? That dude's an asshole. Snoke is a selfish prick. And he deserved what he got. Though, I will say that um, I'm not a fan of killing, right? But uh, I think someone was going to die in that situation, and um, the fact that it was Snoke was cool. In fact, at the end of that scene, uh, after Kylo killed Snoke and chose Rey over Snoke, which 
yeah, you better do that. You, you, you learn your lesson after you did what you did to your dad, you freaking putz. Did you see what the way Snoke treated you after you basically just like you said to him, I just gave you everything. Well, you should have expected that. That's what happens when you serve the dark side, you dumbass. Um, don't ever forget that. You don't you don't do you don't give everything to the dark side and then go, "Okay, I'm ready for my payment now." It's once the deed is done, that's it, man. You don't get your you don't get your your payment, man. You know, the dark side has you at that moment. So, um, I'm really happy that he actually had the chance for some type of salvation. And Ray, the good in her, you know, sees the good in him. There is good in him, right? He's not all. He's not just a black soul. Um, there is good in Kylo, and and some. T I think if anyone can save him, it is Ray. Um, Will she save him in episode nine? Uh, I, will her? Will the love in her heart save him? I, I don't know because I think he will decide. He after they kind of had their moment and they saved each other in the Snoke battle with all of his weird red guards, um, and they defeated them, which was awesome. The way that you know they they like hooked each other up with the lightsabers and he killed off that last dude, um, you know, by the help of Rey. That was badass. Everybody clapped in the theater. I think everybody was happy, but there was still that part of our hearts that were damaged. And and you know, Kylo had has still done so many terrible things. I mean, it's you'll never, you'll never be able to forget about what he did to his dad. But it doesn't mean that we. I, I say we like you know. It doesn't mean that Ray or, or somebody else can't bring him back to the light. Um, however, you know, they kind of when it came down to it. You know, again, you know, once once the dust had settled, you know, you know, the the, the selfishness in Kylo wanted to kind of start fresh and, and and rule just as rule with Rey the way Anakin wanted to with Panabe, and they both females, you know, grandfather and grandsons females reacted in a similar way, which is somewhat heartbroken. Well, heartbroken, nevertheless, right? They were like, please don't act. You're, you're not. You don't actually mean that. Please don't say that. You know, and he's like, "Join me, join me," and he's essentially saying, "Join me and the path that I want to lead, which is to, to rule." You know, and she, she's not having that. You know, she's like, "I." It doesn't mean she doesn't care for him, but I'm not gonna support you in that. I'm not gonna become that or become part of that. And I respect her. I respect her for that. And this is exactly when I made the prediction that she's too strong to join the dark side. That's exactly. Um, what I predicted um, and I do think that she's going to stand her ground so hard that he's going to realize he has to make a choice ultimately which is to continue down the path of the dark side rolling dolo aka solo you know and gobbling everything up in his sight or letting go of that and realizing that he wants to be with her and that the only way he can be is through love and by you know by walking away from from that path of, of total destruction, you know. So, um, when they say you're the best thing that's ever happened to me in describing love, um, you know, then that's when somebody has accepted and owned up to the the love of challenge. Uh, you know, the, and, and uh, what am I trying to say? Um, 
sometimes at weddings you'll see people say, you know, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. And not to say that <laughs> if if they didn't meet their significant other, they would have turned into Kylo Ren. Um, you know, that's an extreme example, but I do think that that's relevant. You know, for some people, it's the you know, love is the best thing that's ever happened to them. So hopefully, um, they're. You know, their feelings toward each other are going to continue. Who knows if they'll continue to be able to talk to each other. It was funny when she's like, can you please put on a shirt, you know, early on. That was that was pretty funny. That a little bit of sexual, um, whatever you want to call it. Um, they're probably going to fornicate at some point in episode nine, guys. I mean, you can't not fornicate, right? They won't show it, of course, because it's a Disney movie. But there will be some sort of coitus that takes place between them. Um, or at least they they haven't even kissed yet, have they? Actually, I don't even remember. Did they? Either way, um, it was nice. It was nice, and it was nice to see the nice side, the good side of of Kylo, right? We're all salvageable, guys. I was disappointed to hear um, Leia say that she she doesn't think she can bring Kylo back, but I do like that he didn't pull the trigger on her in the beginning. See, it's like one of those things where, you know, when he refrained from pulling that trigger, I liked him a little bit in that moment, you know? And I remember, like, when his finger was on the trigger and he was, like, about to press it on his own mom, I was like, don't do it, man. Like, I'm still wanting to see good in you, Kylo, right? I'm still wanting to see good in you, and he didn't do it. So I was... That was pleasant. That was pleasant. Um, in the end, you know... I'm excited to see what happens uh, in the future. I think I will be able to... I, I like that they didn't just leave me with the blue balls that I mentioned. Um, you know, because I don't know if I would have been able to handle just being left hanging for the next two years. I think it'll be interesting to see how the First Order moves forward. You know, obviously Kylo's going to continue down his path with um, the Weasley brother from Harry Potter. Um, and... <laughs> yeah, that, that wasn't much of a... They didn't fight for, you know, who's going to, you know, step up to the plate after Snoke died. It was kind of just a quick, all right, I'm I'm assuming command here and you're, you're second, you know. And, and the Weasley brother quickly was like, okay. Uh, I, I giggled whenever uh, they were at the end of the movie before Kylo went down to fight uh, Luke. I did giggle to myself, um, you know, when when Weasley was trying to, to stop him and he's like, don't go down there, we can't afford to lose you. And he just used the force um, well, to, to get him, to shut him up. That was that was humorous. Um, sorry, is that bad that I laughed at that? All right. Um, but yeah. Uh, I thought it was interesting to... S you know, when, when Luke was starting to train Ray, just like I told you, he reje he resists and finally gave her a lesson, blah, 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 right? So it was interesting when he had her reach out to the Force from the inside, not with her hand. And, um, you know, she could see everything. And then she started to see the dark side, as Luke said, you know. And she saw that hole at the bottom of Skellig Michael, the hole leading to hell. Um, no, I, I thought... It was interesting to see how he reacted to that. Um, one, he's like, you didn't even try to fight it. And I think part of it is because she's not afraid, right? So I think that she wasn't afraid. Like, she she didn't know 
to stay away from it. I don't think she was like attracted to the dark side or seeking it out. I think the dark side kind of like she was seeing everything um, in that moment. And I thought that she wasn't afraid to go down there. Not this is one of those things that you don't try at home, kids. Even though it doesn't exist at home, but I don't think people should like go out and explore the dark side the way Ray did in when she like crawled down in there. Um, but I thought it was cool that, that she actually went down there and she found one, she didn't find the answers that she's looking for, but she conquered it, right? She it didn't there was nothing down there that destroyed her and the good in her is just as strong and powerful as ever, right? And um she really stepped up. She really overshadowed Luke, I can say that much. He, he really, uh, you know, I, I would say if I foreshadowed the right hand, him losing his right hand, you know, we're all, we're all, um, you know, I mean, you can't expect Luke Skywalker or anyone to be perfect, but I think if he did fall short or, or lose his hand, it's, it is in that moment when he, it is when he, considered taking the life of Kylo Ren when he was a student because he was afraid of the power that Kylo had, right? Um, that is that is pretty dark, Luke. You know, like, you can't... You can't kill that kid because you're afraid of what he'll do because that is just as evil as what you're trying to protect. You're, you're giving in to the fear, right? That's, that's exactly... That fear is what drew Anakin to the dark side. So you can't be afraid... Um, you got to try to step up as the master. You got to step up and not be afraid of your student becoming too powerful. And he did, and that was not that was not cool. You know, he he didn't follow through with the act, but the fact that he considered it was enough to freak Kylo Ren out and get him to protect himself from what he perceived as a threat on his life. Um, and it was miscommunication. That's another thing that I'm going to say that's relevant this day and age is Luke didn't try... He didn't make the decision and follow through with the actual act of trying to kill Kylo. But the fact that he was that close created a miscommunication with body language. You know, in communication, there's a lot of types of communication out there. But this day and age, if we label things too quickly as evil or as terrible or deem people as evil or evil acts without trying to be as objective as possible and rising up and trying to see the best in people or trying to pull the best out uh, of people, then sometimes you become the thing that you think you're fighting. You become the evil that you think you're fighting by, by demonizing everything and, you know, not seeing the good in things. So be stronger than hey maybe i'll use uh, maybe i'll use that chick's line which is die saving what you love rather than fighting what you hate right so anyway i think that's good for today you guys have been awesome it's exactly 31 minutes that's 31 minutes of the droids recap of star wars the last jedi um hope you guys are having a great weekend go see the movie it's a lot of fun it's funny um you know there's there's all the elements of, of great things. There's new characters. There's new creatures. Um, there's twists and turns that are unexpected. There's things that obviously I've left out. I mean, it's a two-hour and 
30, 40 minute movie, almost three hours. And uh, I obviously can't recap everything, but those were the things that stand out to me in this moment. Um, and yeah, check it out. All right, peace. Oh, I'll, I'll leave you guys with a little Star Wars music just so that you can, um, you know, enjoy yourselves uh, as I peace out. So, all right, man, later. May the force be with yous.